Welcome, everybody, to another episode of Everything Wrestling with Brandy and Summer. I'm Brandy. I'm Summer. Sorry, I forgot my teeth. Oh, my God. <laughs> Welcome to my life. I had a pizza roll stuck. Hold on. Uh, yeah, I fixed her pizza rolls. You see how nice I am? I cook for her. Fuck you. <laughs> you should cook for me. That's rude and the audacity. <laughs> yeah. Happy, what is tonight? Today's. Tuesday. I don't fucking know. It's a long fucking day. I don't know. Today's Tuesday. It was a, it was a busy day at work, and tomorrow's gonna be a busy day, and then this weekend's gonna be busy with wrestling shows. Oh yeah, my brother's going to Saturday and Sunday, so great. <laughs> it's gonna be fun. Yay! <laughs> I don't spend enough time with my brother. So this is like a bonus episode because later in this episode we are going to have our interview with the songbird of wrestling ricky tenacious yes and that should be very interesting um so hopefully we can get him to sing for us yes yes <laughs> that is the goal um sorry my eyes like really watering i'm here you don't have to cry uh thanks you're welcome <laughs> anyway so again like i said we're gonna do um I guess uh, something fun, I guess you can say, um, with this podcast. So every episode, we're going to try to sneak in a little segment or two or whatever. Or five. Okay. <laughs> um, if we can, just to give you an insight of who we are. So um, I wanted to do something different uh, rather than go for... All about wrestling i figured it give people a chance to get to know us so um again when i ask to ask questions please ask questions you know I, what i'm gonna call your asses out because i reposted it on my story and noah you looked hero you looked and diana you looked and <laughs> uh renegade you looked so was good I mean, if you don't have a question, that's fine. But I literally was like, ask us what our favorite shark is. So I. It's shark week. <laughs> I mean, it literally is shark it week. It is. Cool. So. Um, but yeah, so um, I got my brother to participate. And his question is something. But anyway. I, um, I got my stepmom to ask. And then, like, my kid was a brat. Okay, so. I'm going to go ahead and I did screenshot and saved these questions. So let me go to my camera. That would help. Hold on. Your gallery. That would help. Yes. Extremely. Okay. So this is from my beautiful wife. She asked, if you were a Starburst, what flavor would you be and why? Can I even eat Starburst? No, but answer the question. I hold on. <laughs> Can you I answer? answer? Okay, I would be the red because it's cherry and I like cherry. And what's better without a cherry on top? Anyway, moving on. Um, I guess, no, I can't eat them. See, that's right. They have gelatin. And if you don't know what gelatin's made out of, Google it. It's gross. Yeah. So. Um, anyway, so if you were a flavor of Starburst, what would you be and why? Probably the same. Same? Yeah. Why? Just because they're the more flavorful one. 
Okay. But I can't eat them because I have gelatin in them because I'm vegan. Okay. So if you don't know what gelatin is made out of, Google it and then you'll figure out why I can't eat it. And if you don't know what vegan is, let me break it down real quick. I can't, I don't eat anything that comes from an animal. When you're vegetarian, vegetarians eat eggs and dairy and honey, and I don't eat any of it. Okay, I'm glad that we've got that established because most people can't figure it out. There is a difference. There is a difference. Um, okay, well, here's a question you wanted, and it's from me. Oh, shit. What is your favorite shark? <laughs> I like the tiger shark and the thresher shark. And why? I like tiger shark because they're pretty. And okay. they're also very dangerous but beautiful. Um, and I like the thresher shark because they have a really long tail and they knock fish out with them. That's how they hunt. That sounds pretty cool, actually. <laughs> they have these really long tails and they go, Wah! and they like will swim through a school of fish, whip their tail and knock fish out and then come back and eat them. That sounds pretty cool, actually. It is. It is. Okay. And my favorite is the great white. And the reason is I've done a lot of history on these sharks and I think, um, I think they're misunderstood. Um, I mean, yeah, obviously you don't want to get near them. But you also but, don't want to get near a bear. Right. Um, or a lion. Exactly. And hippos are also mean. They kill more people a year than, than sharks. sharks do. And you're also probably Shit. likely to get struck by lightning before you get eaten by a shark. More people get killed um, by falling vending machines. Than exactly. Um, the reason why I like the Great White is because... Um, they're pretty, and I think that um, they're just so amusing to uh, just, like, learn about in general. Like, they're just so cool looking. And I think if um, I was able to, I'd probably have one as a pet. That'd be so me. <laughs> and if you don't know, the Jaws movies are based with a great white shark. And it actually pisses me off because if you watch Shark Week and you learn about great white sharks um a lot of times if they attack humans it's most of the time if not the majority of the time it's mistaken identity if you're a person on a boogie board you look like a seal thank you or a sea turtle which is basically what they hunt and what they eat that's what they say not to wear camel yes because um, camel looks like a sea turtle shell yes and their eyesight is not really all that great um, but, uh, it just makes them in the Jaws movie, it just makes them appear more dangerous than what they really are. Um, so that's the reason why, I mean, there's more, th you're more likely to get attacked by a bull shark. Those are probably the so, most dangerous. Fun fact, the book, cause if you didn't know, Jaws was based on a book that was yep. written it was actually based on bull shark yep. attacks. Yep. Not great whites, but because great whites look, they're bigger, they look scarier. That's what they used instead of a bull shark. And it was multiple attacks in like 1912. Yeah, bull sharks something. have the most attacks on humans than any um, other shark. And they actually, bull sharks can swim in salt water and fresh water. Mm -hmm. And they were actually swimming up like rivers and lakes and stuff and that is why they were attacking people um but they're the most aggressive like species of sharks because they have the highest testosterone of anything 
And if spot. you don't, if you don't know, look this stuff up because it's it's pretty. Watch Shark Week. Actually, you'll learn all these facts on Shark Week, and which is something me and her are actually really into. We used to actually watch uh, Shark Week together. I've been watching point. Shark Week for a really long time. I know. Remember when I used to come over and we yeah. watch it together? <laughs> like, like I was been watching it for probably longer than my son's been alive. Yes, we so. used to like literally watch it together and like sit and you know just chill and talk and like learn different things and again and that, i used to work at an aquarium so yeah so when we say we know about this stuff we also know more about i know a lot about ocean animals and stuff so but yeah so that was my question and then um when do i get to ask my question i mean <laughs> i'm five <laughs> After I'm done reading Okay, these. fine. Jeez. All right, this is from my guinea pigs. What the? F uh, Instagram. <laughs> yeah, my guinea pigs do have an Instagram. All right, the question was, if you could come back as an animal, what would it be and why? Orca. Why? Because they are the apex predator of the ocean, and they can kill great white sharks. And they do kill, and they um, eat their livers. That's the only part that they eat. They actually ran the great white sharks out of Cape Town, South Africa. Eating a liver sounds great. It does, but you know what? I would be an orca. I guess if you're an orca, you don't care. No, and orcas are very family-oriented, and the females are the matriarchs. They're the ones who rule the roost. They're the ones who pass down the from generation to generation uh, hunting tactics and things. So, yeah, I'd be an orca, 100%. Okay. have an orca tattoo, so... She does. Um, and I would be a hippo <laughs> because they're dangerous as fuck. They look cute, they look friendly, but you certainly wouldn't want to pet them. And that's the same for me. I look friendly, but you don't want to pet me. <laughs> um, so <laughs> moving on. Okay. So yeah, I come back as a hippo. Okay. Um and this is from my brother. Oh, shit. This is for you. Oh, shit. Is there anything you haven't told Abel that you want to? No. Why? Because I'm pretty transparent with him already. So you pretty much told him what you... Um, the only thing I ever, like, tell him when he... If he wants to know is um, why me and his father didn't work. And um, another thing, but I'm not going to get into it because it's too personal. personal. Yeah. Okay. Um. <laughs> okay, this is going to be a very brief answer. And I'm going to tell you right now, um, John Paul, if you want the full story, we can talk later. Again. Um, <laughs> so he asked me, what is the craziest thing I did in high school? All I'm going to say is it involved me, my high school boyfriend, and some bleachers. Figure it out. Oh, fuck. I know the answer to that. Okay. That's all I'm going to respond to that question. If you know, you know. If you're smart, you can figure it out. Craziest thing I did was date a juggalo. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay. Um, <laughs> you're like a juggalo. And a gang member. And, yeah. And luckily I've never met him. No, did you punch him in the face? Uh, yeah, I so would. So 
And we actually did get a question from a wrestler from the Shade. And he wants to know our thoughts on Shade. You need to come out to Backstreet Boys. That's your thoughts? That's my thoughts. <laughs> and it needs to be something other than larger than life. Those are my thoughts. And I'm uh, it's my story and I'm sticking to it. <laughs> okay. Uh, my thoughts are a very good wrestler. Um, super cool to talk to. Although you got to stop teasing about Jay Vidal. But other than that, I mean, you're cool. So I have nothing against you. I ain't against you either. Just come on to Backstreet Boys. And uh, Jay twerks better. I said it. <laughs> I, I'm not even, even going to go there. But uh, my thoughts on you is you're super cool. And I really enjoy when you're at the shows. I mean, I, I do enjoy our lovely conversation sometimes. And a little teasing here and there is fine. So what's your question? Oh, my question. Oh, what is your dream vacation destination? Dream vacation destination. If you had the money, the time at your disposal, where would you go and why? Uh, Hawaii. Why? Because my grandma used to take trips to Hawaii all the time and she used to tell me a lot of good stories about being on the ocean and stuff like that like in their food and stuff I think that'd be fun to just travel in in Hawaii and be on the ocean and eat yeah, and there's like a bunch of different islands so. yeah so I, I think that would be an option I would go to Australia Australia yeah uh, Australia Samoa England Spain, Puerto Rico. I'm not going to Puerto Rico. Dominican Republic. I'm trying to give me an island, man. That's what I'm trying to do. The thing is, is for me, is like, it's different because looking at me, you would think I'm not picky when it comes to food, but I can't eat shit in any of those places, I'm sure. But I mean, what I'm saying is like, if it looks gross, if it smells gross, I'm not going to want to eat it. Like, my, okay, like, how can I um, say this story once? Okay, so my dad um, got this stuff at Smith's, and it came in a package, and it was, like, it looked like little cubes. Okay. Okay? And I asked him, I couldn't smell it, thank God, but I looked at it, and I was like, what is it? It was orange and white. And I said, what is that? And he's like, it's crab meat. Are you talking about the imitation crab? I don't know. I think it's the imitation crab you're talking about. But either way, I'm like, that doesn't appeal to, no. Sushi, I'm no. I It looks gross. I'm not going to try People it. People are, we like, either totally into it or totally not. And also, my brother one year for his birthday went to, I think it's P.F. Chang's. Now, granted, I do like P.F. Chang's, but there's some stuff on the menu. Like I said, if it smells gross, I'm not going to eat it. So, um, my brother's boss was there and he had this stuff. It looked gross. So, and it looked like fucking like really soft, mushy looking, but, 
it was it smelt like a like somebody just pissed right in the thing. Ew. Okay. So he's like, You wanna try this? And I was like, No, what is it? And he's like, Oh, it's calamari. Just the smell turned me off. That like my heart. I know well, it's like so I didn't need it. Like I told him no, you know, he's like, Are you sure? You know, I'm like, No, I, I can't. Even when I was in high school, my teacher, this was before I knew what it was, because I was blonde, hello, he brought venison. Obviously, if you know what that is, it's deer meat. So he's like, here, try some. So I was like, I was thinking something like way worse than that. And he's like, Randy, it's deer meat, because he just went hunting. That actually was good. And I tried that on the sly, but... It was really good. So that hurts my heart now. <laughs> I know. But yeah. If it looks gross, smells gross, I'm not gonna eat it. Like you, you brought that thing out tonight and I asked you what it was, and you said avocado avocado or something. Yeah, avocado. Just the looks of avocados. Yeah. I know that's guacamole, but yeah. still my dad won't eat them, like kid won't eat it, but me and my stepmom eat it. So I mean, I could have lived my even though I know it's guacamole. And I do have guacamole on my stuff. Some of my, my uh, you know, carne asada fries if I have them. But it's just the looks of avocados. They just creep me out. So, yeah. I had avocado toast this morning. <laughs> avocado toast. That reminds me of that commercial on Spotify. Oh, yeah. The avocado. California yeah. avocados. Avocado toast. Uh, my stepmom asked... Um, why do we like wrestling? Why don't you go first? I, um, I don't know. No. Um, <laughs> I mean, I was born basically into being a wrestling fan because my dad's a lifelong wrestling fan. So it was always on. And I don't know. I, I love the athleticism of it. But I, I'm also really into the drama and the, the storylines and all of that draws me in um I, I don't know it just it's like I, I was born basically a wrestling fan I can't be like I like it for this reason this reason this reason and I'm not being like oh because the guys are hot because 99.9% of them I don't find attractive so your girl is picky and your girl has a type <laughs> we're not gonna go there because I got called out at work by it but we're not gonna go there little teenage daughter at work my word daughter she called me out <laughs> so and if you listen to this because you said you're gonna listen yeah i'm talking about you um i don't know you so um so it's just it was ingrained in me okay. like i can't answer like specifically like this this and this it was just it, it it's what gave me and my dad a bond it's what gave us a relationship um, cause my dad's a hard man to tolerate. Um, I see that he's, if you're into astrology, he's got an Aries sun with a Sagittarius moon. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. So, <laughs> okay. Um, he's, yeah. Um, so I get, you know, I gave us something to bond over and talk about and it trends ends generations because now me and my son talk about it him and my son talk about it 
it and like my stepmom's into it now so yeah okay I guess for me it was just um my parents when I was three years old they took me to um back in the day when wrestling it was live at the showboat still and I remember seeing uh Ricky Steamboat a Hulk Hogan uh, Ultimate Warrior guys like that even Macho Man at the time. And I just was, my brother fell asleep on the bleachers and I was just so enthralled with it. Like I was so into it. And in my family, basically it's a football family. So I was like, I do like football as well, but I'm not quite as into it. And like wanna watch every single game. I'll watch it with my teams on, but that's about it. Um. And uh, so for me, I wanted something different. And I always was intrigued with how these wrestlers were so athletic and just, I just was enthralled with it. So I became hooked at that, at that time. And so from three years old on um, is when I started watching it. My dad wasn't too really too into it. It was my mom that was into it. Um, it did give me and her something to bond over, but my mom is somebody that takes things literally too serious, which is, it kind of ingrained on me after a while. And as a teenager, when I was watching wrestling summer and I met, she saw how serious I was taking it at that time. And over the years, I've learned and that obviously how my mom was doing wrestling was not the way to do it. So I've learned now not to take things as seriously. But yeah, so that's the reason why I got into it. And uh, I got my brother into it too. So, And he never used to be a fan. So he's more into the indie scene than he is watching professional. So I'm into indie and professional. I got my stepmom into it. So, so, so yeah, you, you would think, oh, girl into wrestling. Well, there's a lot of girls into wrestling. Girls mm -hmm. wrestle. So, yeah. you know, it, it don't sexualize sports. It's not okay. Girls play football. Yeah. Girls play soccer. Girls play tennis. Exactly. Girls play basketball. Girls play baseball. Exactly. It, it, it's all what a guy can do, a girl can do. So, you know. It, and there's things we can do more than they can do. There's exactly. only things only we can do. So exactly. When so you, yeah. When you can have a child and like physically carry one and grow one inside of you, then come talk to me. Uh, doubt that's gonna happen anytime soon. <laughs> no. So. But yeah, that's why I was in. That's why I like wrestling. Abel wants to know what your favorite color is. He knows mine. Purple and black. My purple because the Minnesota Vikings is purple and gold and um or purple and yellow i say purple Same and shade. gold um and then um black because i'm mysterious black like my soul exactly well, did, what was our one that was like who one was like one question was like what is something people may not know yes so i wanted to do uh this thing where most of the people that listen to us, like the wrestlers and stuff, um, you, 
we were going to tell you something about us that you may not know. And it might shock you. So, you want to go first? Um, a lot of people don't know I have 12 tattoos all together. I am shocked. Shut up. <laughs> um, yeah, because you most people only see the ones on my arms. And I have my upper back is pretty tatted with different ones. Back of my neck has one. Um, yeah, and I have one on my ankle. Um, and I, I have one name tattooed on me. That's my son's name. So. Yeah. Don't curse yourself and get a man. No. <laughs> or a woman for that matter. No. No. Um, but yeah. Most people don't think that I have as many tattoos as I do. I mean, I've known you forever, so. You know, I. I, I first one at 18. Yeah. On my 18th birthday. I mean, I don't know. Like. I've wanted to get a tattoo. But. I don't know. They're not for everybody. I, I don't. I don't think like. Uh, I don't want to say I'd be scared too. I think I'm, I probably bleed a lot. <laughs> I thought I would too, but I don't. Really? Yeah. I mean, and maybe I that's heal my, pretty quick too. Maybe that's my fear. Um, but. Uh, and also, my hands sweat a lot too, so that could be an issue. I don't know. I don't know what the issues are with getting tattoos so um and for me uh some know some don't but if you know i am a lesbian but i do have a extremely huge bisexual crush on jay Wido. i'm shocked are you You've never told me this before my life no how dare you yeah how dare you? I know. How dare I have a crush on that man? Is let me tell you, I I have never seen such a perfect face on a man. No, um, he is just, yeah, and it's not just the way he looks. He's just perfect. So, okay. But I do have a bisexual crush on Jay Bidel, so hopefully Jay Bidel does not hear this. Even though he probably sure he knows. Yeah, he probably knows by now. So, anything else we can talk about to kill more time? Intermission. Okay, we'll, we'll, we'll be back. <laughs> We're going to get into, I guess, our interview now. Yeah. With the Songbird of Wrestling, if I could talk. Songbird of Wrestling, Ricky Tenacious. Hello, is it me you're looking for? <laughs> it's just here, supplying my magnificent voice to the podcast stylings of the Everything Wrestling yeah. Podcast. Thanks so much for having me on. Oh, thank you for being on. We appreciate it. I was wondering if you're going to sing for us tonight. I mean, would you really have the songbird on a podcast <laughs> that sing? You know what I'm saying? It's kind of kind of contractually obligated to say, you know. So. Well, you can bust into song at any time. I'm okay with it. How about you, Brandy? Uh, yeah, I'm perfectly fine with it. <laughs> oh, okay. So you... All right. Not sure how your viewers feel about that, but you know, I think when they, I think, and when I say that, I think like when they listen to this, they're going to be like, "Oh my gosh!" Like, I can't believe I'm listening to this for free. Like, I feel like I should be paying for this right now. 
is just such good <laughs> stuff, such great content. Well, speaking of being the songbird, how did you come up with that, like, gimmick? Like, what made you be like, I'm going to sing to everybody and call myself the songbird? Um, well, I don't think I ever told myself, like, you know, I want to sing to people because... <laughs> I mean, I was more of like an actor, you know, I was, I'm just kind of like an all around entertainer, performer in general. And so being in front of a crowd and speaking in front of a crowd and being, you know, rather uh, outrageous and rather tenacious in front of a group of people, that wasn't really a problem for me. So if you would have told me like, you know, we want you to sing, you know, I'd be like, okay, sure, I'll do that. Yeah, why not? Um, but as far as the songbird gimmick goes, the songbird character, the songbird as an entity, uh, that probably dates back to high school. I was in the theater program, and we were doing Alice in Wonderland, and uh, the director uh, trusted me and my co-star uh, with our abilities in that play. We were Tweedledee and Tweedledum, and uh, there was, and we we were pretty much like the comedic relief of the play, and you know we're funny guys, and so we really wanted to do that up um and at that time i was a really big fan of of uh parodies to songs uh, a lot of youtubers were doing that there was a lot of music videos that they made for themselves and they wrote their own lyrics and they were really catchy and it sounded good and i liked it a lot and so usually when i see something that i like i want to do it you know and so i kind of just wait for like an opportunity to bust that out and that's pretty much ha what happened with this play is they uh I, I came up with a parody to the song Get Lucky by Daft Punk, but it was called Tea Party because there's a tea party happening in Alice in Wonderland. <laughs> and so we did it, and everyone liked it a lot. It, um, As I say in wrestling, it got over very well. And then we ended up doing uh, another parody as well, uh, and it was of What Does the Fox Say, but it was What Does the Alice Say. And we did that, and that got a big positive reception as well so after doing that in high school that that's pretty much where i said to myself you know what this whole like writing parodies to songs and like singing you know i kind of have a knack for that and i kind of put it in my back pocket for a few years uh, as i was wrestling because i hadn't i was still developing ricky tenacious i used to there was different versions like i think the first version that a lot of people saw was uh, a vaping character. I was like this huge uh, extroverted millennial character. And then uh, within that realm of Ricky Tenacious, um, I, did a, I did a promo after I won a championship belt where I sung a version of I Am The Champion. And again, it, uh, it, it, the, the audience reacted to it plenty. And um, I was doing it in front of the front of uh, my fellow wrestlers, my fellow trainees, and they all liked it a lot. And so, you know, they say in wrestling, you know, if you can, if you can win over uh, your peers, you can win over the crowd as well. And so uh, after that, I was just encouraged to do it more. And, um, you know, sooner than later, I just developed it more and more. And as they say with restaurants, you know, if people like the menu, don't change it. And so, I pretty much just have been building Ricky Tenacious, the songbird, ever since then, you know, doing more songs, uh, incorporating it in my wrestling, um, getting my my new gear, my my Elvis outfit, 
and just, uh, you know, digging deeper into that, that side of, I think I've done a really good job of creating, developing and, uh, present to the paying off. That's it. That's the story of, of how I started with the songbird. I love the gimmick and every time you come out, I have to record you singing. Like it's mandatory <laughs> and I always post it. I think it's great. Thank you. Uh, I guess uh, the only qu the question I would have for you would be, uh, how did you guys get started with PBW? Ah. Yes. How did we get started with Big Valley Wrestling? Uh, well, for the listeners, I am part owner of Big Valley Wrestling. I run it with my dad. We're a wrestling company here in Las Vegas. We've been going on for about nine years strong. Nice. And within those nine years, we have certainly grown a lot. Uh, we're called Big Valley because we go all over the valley, the Vegas Valley more specifically. Uh, we've brought wrestling, family-friendly wrestling, to all corners of Las Vegas, Henderson, um, Summerlin. We were the first wrestling company to, to present wrestling in Summerlin. North Las Vegas, East Side, Central Las Vegas, downtown, this conventioner, uh, several different festivals uh, all around the place, you know. So we've really, uh, we've really built up and, and uh, have built credit to our name. As far as how Big Valley started, um, that goes back probably about 10 years ago. Uh, um, there was a company that I got trained by called Adrenaline Unleashed. They also trained um, a group of wrestlers that are still very prominent in today's Las Vegas wrestling scene as well. And I was part of that crop. Uh, in 2014, they decided to close the doors. And so um, a lot of the adrenaline unleashed guys were not sure what they wanted to do and my dad had always talked about star wrestling promotion and so um with this large group of guys that uh guys and girls this large group of wrestlers that you know wanted a place to wrestle my dad had a ring uh and he decided you know what this is a perfect opportunity to start this thing so that started in 2014 uh, we did our first show at this amusement park, uh, this carnival that was in town for like a week, and they let us uh, set up our ring and provide a wrestling show. And I think that was in like November of 2019. And then that, um, we were able to get space in the Sahara Event Center, which is where we ran pretty much most, a majority of the shows that we've had in our brand there for like five years, basically until. Uh, Excuse me. We basically ran at Sarah Event Center until like 2020, which is when the um, pandemic happened and a lot of live wrestling stopped. And um, we were able to return there for our eight year anniversary show Unstoppable that we did last year. That was super duper successful. Um, but yeah, we started in 2014. I always wanted to do it. Me and him have always had a huge love for wrestling. And then. Um, Throughout the years, you know, I, I was always I, I was always in a position of helping with people and wrestling on the shows and doing whatever I could to help. And then it wasn't until 2000, 
like the end of 2018, beginning of 2019, where I started to take more of like a managerial position um, in the office of BVW and, and running things much more uh, hands on. And yeah, I mean, ever since we started, you know, we, we, we started with uh, uh, not, not a whole lot of people in the audience. And now today, I'm, I'm happy to say that we're consistently drawing a lot of people to our shows. We're constantly doing shows at all kinds of different venues on different areas of Las Vegas. Do you have any other uh, questions? Um, do you have another one? Uh, yeah. Is there anybody that you haven't had at BBW at, to wrestle that you would like to see there? I'm sorry. Could you repeat the question? Uh, is there anybody that you would like to have at BBW that you haven't had there yet? Oh, yeah. Um, well, as of recent, I mean, there's so many wrestlers who want to be part of BBW. Um, and so I'm grateful for that. And I uh, you know they're with us, you know. And so I usually put a a lot of those um, th those people, the people who help, I put them first when I consider anything with people coming into BBW and, and wrestling for us and such. Um, but as far as like names go, um, I definitely would like to get Jay Vidal back in there. I know he's very busy these days with uh, Impact Wrestling. Uh, Matt Cardona is somebody that I think would be really great uh, you know, basically like the buzz around right now. Speaking of big independent wrestling stars, uh, Mike Bailey, Speedball Mike Bailey is somebody who we've contacted a number of times um, in an effort to try to get him down here. Uh, but I mean, all of all three of the individuals I just named, you know, they're just they're so busy. They're very much um, in high demand when it comes to independent wrestling. So th those are uh, those are like the the first three names that would come to mind as far as um the the bigger stars in today's wrestling circuit that bbw has had our our eye on to bring in for a special occasion and if you you said uh mike bailey you would like to have and matt cardona would you have anybody in specific you would like them to face yeah um Mike Bailey, I think he could put on a great match with Papa Yase. I think that would be a match that would certainly tear the house down. Uh, Matt Cardona, I could see him going one-on-one -on -one with Nick Xander. You know, Nick Xander is a very formidable competitor. You know, is always is uh, always busting out match of the year caliber matches. You know, so I see uh, a good fit, a good candidate to challenge against somebody the the magnitude of of Matt Cardona. Uh, I also mentioned Jay. Uh, I, I honestly would love a one-on-one -on -one match with Jay Vidal. Uh, it's, it's something uh, that I, I've, I've been thinking about for a while. You know, I think uh, me and him would be, uh, would be very colorful lightning bolts uh, colliding with each other and ring if we were to face one-on-one. -on -one. So uh, that, that's certainly the, the first, the first name that comes to mind here. You can call me selfish or whatever, but, Songbird versus Jay Vidal. I mean, gosh, the. I mean, that could main event any of the BBW shows right there. I'm down with it. 
Yeah. Yeah. Make it happen. Cause that, I would love to see that. That would be great. Well, the future holds. <laughs> all right. Well, I think that's all we've got for you again. Thank you so much for coming on. We appreciate it. And you know, we'll be there Friday. Both of us will be there and cheering. And it looks like it's a great show so far. So I'm excited. Yeah, absolutely. This Friday, July 28th, Big Valley Wrestling presents Once Upon a Time in the Valley at the New Orleans Square, the night market of local vendors. We have eight local vendors selling uh, a variety of their items. That's going to start at 6.30 p.m. And then the wrestling will start at 7.30 p.m. And the show is main evented by... Uh, what? I think it's going to be a match of the year contender, Papa Yase versus Matt Vander. Definitely yeah. don't want to miss out on that one. And in addition to these several matches we have in store, we're also going to have uh, uh, Noah Anderson sponsored by Everything Wrestling Podcast. And he's going to be taking on Renegade Britton Jackson in what is sure to be a dynamite singles contest. Uh, tickets available on Eventbrite. because they're also going to be available at the door. Uh, and... For those who may be coming for the first time, welcome to the Valley, and it certainly won't be your last because Big Valley, the Valley does it again. We just keep on busting out these great shows that we've had um, for for a few years now, but this year in particular, 2023, we have been really hitting the round running, so I don't see that momentum stopping anytime soon. No, not at all. Not at all. Uh, we appreciate you again for letting giving us the opportunity to sponsor your show. Thank you so much. And thank you for being on. Yes, and have a great evening. All right, you as well. Thanks so much. Mm -hmm. Bye. Bye.